So, and I promised that I would read it, but uh, maybe you've seen this already, but uh, it says, being a Christian's like being a pumpkin. Okay, <laughs> ready for this one? God picks you from the patch and brings you in. John 15, 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to bear fruit. Are you bearing fruit this week? Okay, God chose us and, and, uh, and God drew us to himself. Then he, he washes all the dirt off of you. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, you know that passage, memorize it. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. He opens up you up and scoops out all the yucky stuff. He removes the seeds of doubt and fear and hate and greed. Romans 6, 6 says, For we then, we know that the old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. God took all the, the junk out and continues to do that in our life. He carves you with a new smiling face. Psalm 71, 23 says, my lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you, in whom I and whom you have redeemed. And finally, he puts his light inside of you to shine for all the world to see. Matthew 5, 16, you are the light of the world. Amen? So, praise the Lord. God takes uh, analogies and brings them, and we can use things like that in our own life. So, how many of you carved a pumpkin this year? Just out of curiosity, did anybody carve a pumpkin? Your wife did. Your kids did. Your kids did. Good. Well, lots of fun. As we begin our class today, we're talking about the subject from the book of James about trials, and it says that we 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 develop perseverance through our trials, our challenges, our difficulties. Okay. Now let me ask you a question: When you were a child, when you were younger. What was a big deal to you? What was a challenge, a trial for you as a kid that now as an adult is no longer a big deal? Something is that as a child, something was really big to you, but now it isn't. Asking some of you to put on uh, some memory chips and uh, go back into that time period. appropriate Yes. Uh, I used to always want to make friends, and I'd always come home crying because people wouldn't be my friends. So, but now, yeah, making friends is a lot. Making friends is a lot. If, if someone, for example, let me ask this question. If you as an adult, if someone you try to become a friend with, and they don't accept you as their friend, are you devastated by that? No, I have actually run into that situation, and I just said, well, Lord, and seeing when I was a kid, I was saved. So now I can say, well, Lord, you know, they obviously have a different, you have a different direction for their lives. And people come in and go in our, in our lives for a reason. So Absolutely. So obviously there's one a good example. Anybody else? That when you were a kid, this was a big deal. Yeah. Would never have known that today. I barely could speak my own grandmother. I don't know why, but I don't have that problem. No. Which is awesome. That's awesome. That's great. You, you see, things that happen sometimes when we're kids, we're overwhelmed by things. Um, if you've ever seen Home Alone, remember he was afraid to go into the basement? In our house, we had an old oil furnace that scared me to death. 
But then as I got older, it wasn't that big of a deal. You know, and it, but there's things in our life that would be challenging to us, but yet they, they, they're no longer big deals. See, that's what trials are meant to do in our life. They're not to draw you away from God. They're to draw you into a different type of relationship so that when you go through it again, it's not that big of a deal because you've been able to trust God through it. And you've been able to see God's hand through those types of things. Now, how we respond to that is the biggest deal. How we deal with that is the big deal. Now, we can choose to run from that truth and not grow in our faith and not grow in our trust in the Lord. We can go through that. We can go, no, I still don't trust God. And what will God do then? What will God do if he loves you enough? What will he do? Give you another chance. Give you another chance. Which means give you another trial. trial. It's something that you're going to have to go through. Not because he doesn't love you. Not because he doesn't care about you. But because he's wanting to, be, to build that relationship with you. Why? Because what you're going through is real. And he wants you to be in that relationship with him to trust him through this experience. And then it's no longer that big of a deal anymore. You can go on with this. And you can be a blessing to those you come in contact with. Hey, I've been there. I can empathize with you. Let me share with you how, I, how God got me through this. And God allows that in our life for a reason. Because and one thing I want to leave you with right before we go to prayer and then we begin the rest of our class is this. God loves you so much and he's preparing you for an eternity in heaven. This is not our home. Amen? Amen. This is not the end of all ends. It's not the reality of, the, of all of life is wrapped up in the here and now. God is preparing you for eternity. God is doing that in your life, and I hope that you will understand that God loves you enough to allow you to experience things because what we do now will have an impact on eternity. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and for the blessing of, of trusting in you through all these things. Lord, God, you're so good to us, and I pray that you would guide and direct all of our decision-making and our willingness to trust in you. God, you're doing a work in us. You're carving us. You're pulling out all the yucky stuff of doubt and fear, guilt and shame. You're putting your light inside of us so that the world might see it. God, I pray that we will trust in you through that whole process and grow to be more like you. Lord, uh, thank you for everyone who does so much work in putting this class together. Thank you for their faithfulness. Thank you for our visitors who are taking time out of their busy life to be here. Even though they're with family, God, I pray that you would just help them to hear from you today. May we all do that. May you be our teacher through your Holy Spirit and your word. Bless us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.